Welcome to the End Times Chat. Our passion is found in the words of Jesus. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up and lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Each week, you will hear news from around the world that will urge you to wake up to these events to make you knowledgeable about what the Bible says about them. Join GJ and Dan in the conversation. So, it's amazing, like, what goes through my mind when that video is playing? It's all good. Oh, by the way, I see you and not me. <laughs> my dad takes a call. That's how we do this show. You never know what you're going to get. So one of the things that uh, I thought of was like, okay, we always talk about endtimes.chat. Go to endtimes.chat if you can ever find us. Well, this week, if you went to endtimes.chat, you wouldn't have found us. No. Because we were down. Had nothing to do with cancel culture. Had nothing to do with any of that. We're appointing it to Liftable, and they were moving to a new server. And things just didn't go as as planned. So anyway, we do have a new site that's being built. It's in process. You can sign up for our newsletter now, which, by the way, we don't have one yet. (laughs) But Dan's going to start writing them. Whoa! Whoa! What? Hey, when you take a call, you never know what you're going to get. The community has voted. Hey, here it is right here. Make your inbox happy. All right. So this is this is GJ's GJ just put this together. I mean, he's taking over as the technics as a technician. Technology is all in your hands now, GJ. No, not all of it. You are controlling the show. You're controlling the show. I have to write the newsletter. You're do, you're taking over technology. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, great job on this. Look at this latest episode. Which I was uh, I was able to listen to a little bit of it this morning. Make your inbox happy. Apparently, I'm writing a free newsletter. <laughs> and then look at this. We have explicit reservations of all rights, so don't even try to copy us. <laughs> explicit. Explicit. All right. I got to give you a warning. Please don't get explicit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking to you. Me. Dan Crystal, smartest okay. man alive. Um. Yeah. All right. So now you can't find us somewhere in times.chat. In times.chat. Same place. No, not the same place, just the same address. Yeah. Address, different, different URL. Yeah. And, we're, and we're, we continue to grow to different platforms. Absolutely. We'll be up on Google soon, sometime soon. We're already on Spotify and iTunes and on YouTube and on Facebook and on Liftable. And we're working on Google. And SoundCloud. Well, we're on SoundCloud. That's right. Yeah. Hello. And we're here. Right here. This morning. Happening right and now. we're on the end times hot chat. Yeah. We, yeah. I think we said that already. <laughs> Did we say end times dot chat? Because sometimes we don't say things enough and people are like, hey, well, I don't know what you're talking about. We can sound like one of those uh, used car commercials. 
Endtimes.chat. 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 We're having some static. We're having some static. All right. So let's talk about let's talk about the Bible. Yeah. So for all those that have listened through the whole thing each week, God bless you. We thank you. And it's amazing how God is continuing to grow our show. We're having fun doing it. We don't get paid. Thanks to our sponsor. Oh, we don't have a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. We will soon. We will. Yeah. I'm working on it. At noon, I might might have a new sponsor. So Dan got notified by our audio guy, who's to remain, remain nameless. And when I pull out my dad's Bible every week and I turn the pages, it sounds like static. So if you're picking up static, when the Bible comes out, it's actually the turning of the pages. So there's a clear, there's some clarity. Over to you, Dan. How are you doing this week? I'm taking over the show, by the way. I, I feel like now that I built the website. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. But you still got to do the newsletter. <laughs> which, is due, which is due by <laughs> 3 o'clock today. <laughs> no, there will be no newsletter this week. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. I just want to let you know that. Last week we. Why am I doing this? I mean, why am I doing these hand signs that I've never done before? <laughs> we're just have a T-shirt with your face on it and all your hats. And the T-shirt, the T-shirt we create is going to have a different hat on it every single time you wear it. That's that's, that's exactly how this is going to go. Anyway, so yeah, last week we boosted, had a, another great response. We had over nine thousand people watch it all the way through. More impressive, we had over 200,000 people see it go through their thread. Wow. Oh, a little less than 35,000 people have actually clicked on it to check it out. So uh, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Thank you very much for everyone. That's over 100,000 views a month. Yeah. That's right. Good job, peeps. Good job. Thank you all the technology team. Oh, wait. That's you and me. <laughs> Thank you for our, our new newsletter writer, copywriter. Thank you, GJ, for doing that. I appreciate it. I'm the other direction. Oh, well, my <laughs> screen is that way. Yes, but. <laughs> oh, I know what you're doing. You're like pointing to somebody else. I get it. I see how this works. All right. We have a lot to share. Go ahead. What are we going to say? I was going to say hi, Dania, Tiffany. Thanks for, thanks for coming on. Tanya, Tiffany, hey, what's going on? I was on the other banner screen, so I didn't actually get a chance to see you guys were checking in. But hey, it's really great oh, to have you. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, yeah. And we're on Telegram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, that's right. I forgot about that. We, we're you know, we can't post a new show to that. Hey, I'll take care of it. You just write that newsletter. Okay. We're also on Rumble, but we haven't updated it for like a year and a half. <laughs> so we'll do our best to get up there and do that. Hey, we got to get moving. We don't want to lose people's attention. We know that you love hearing us joke around, but we do have some serious stuff to talk about. We do? We do. I got nothing. I got nothing. The first one, I, I think I, I think I showed one of these like last week, but I'm going to show it again in a minute. But the, uh, the unusual... Okay, wait a second. Let me just back up. Let me just post it. Let me just show you what's going on here. Move this from studio. I mean, we've... 
we've been looking at some earth news and this one popped up this past week and i just thought oh my gosh i was in iceland this past summer yeah you were that star you and tanya right there i see you yeah i know and we were actually right near this this uh like iceberg not iceberg volleyball and it says unusual earthquakes at the Katla volcano. I'm just glad that the name Katla was a lot shorter than Merogivskul. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Or Age of It stands for volleyball by the volcano. I mean, it kind of looks like a volleyball. <laughs> it's a splatter volleyball. Anyway, so this is uh, this is happening yesterday. Unusual earthquakes at the Katla volcano in Iceland. You can see that that volcano is actually in the middle of a glacier. Here's the thing. When a volcano erupts at a glacier, there's instant melting and then flooding. So that entire area could flood out. This is more. This is a bigger deal than one would think. When a volcano goes off near, an ice, uh, near any kind of water, or like in a glacier like this, it's frozen. It just instantly melts and floods it out. And it sends raging rapids all the way down into the ocean. So that is something that we got to keep our eye on. And um, I'm pretty pretty sure that that's, wow. All I'm saying is, wow. And then on the other part of that is, I just saw this this morning. This is fresh off the press as of this morning. Whoa. Although it says October 13th right there. I just found out about it today. <laughs> so... Officials urge people to pack go bags, prepare for eruption at the world's largest active volcano in Hawaii, Mauna Loa. Read that again. World's largest active volcano. In Hawaii, Mauna Loa. So I don't know what else to say about that. That's just uh Is that on the big island? Because if it is, I have seen that erupt. Yes, it is on the big island. And that's the one I saw where we're flying over and the sucker started shooting off before it was just a cone and when we flew over in a helicopter not over it but around it and then we had to land immersely because he was running out of gas because he was so excited <laughs> we got an extra hour flight it was amazing if he had run out of fuel it would have been a lot shorter <laughs> i wouldn't be here doing this show <laughs> i'd be in heaven brings a whole new meaning a whole new meaning to blowing off steam i'm just saying all right, so when are you and Tanya going to Hawaii to play volleyball? You know what? Actually, I'm so glad you – that's why it caught my eye because we're heading to Kauai, which is a little bit – it's not further away, but we have to land in Oahu and then go to Kauai. And so this could impact our trip. But, yeah, that being said, you know, we're going in the end of November. We're going to Kauai at the end of November, uh, maybe. <laughs> wow. Wow. Anyway, that's happening. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, we're actually going to Lincoln, California in November. Sure, you are. Okay, we're not. <laughs> but also, too, there's another, there's something else that happened. I have all the earth news. Wow. I, I saw something on that. Yeah. So, billions of snow crabs disappearing from the waters around Alaska. And so, I read this whole article and my wife read through it, too. We just wanted to make sure we were going to get this news story right. It's not that all snow crabs around the world have disappeared, but there's this one bay where 7% of what is fished for the world comes out, I mean, for, um, it comes out of this bay. And so billions of these snow crabs 
because the waters in that area, I guess, are warmer at this time of year than they normally are. So they're not there yet, or they're just, or they're just not there at all. I don't know. So they're saying that it's not overfishing, but the fact that, well, who knows really, but, but the fact that 70% of the world's snow crab population comes from that area, it's a pretty big deal. So if you're looking to get some snow crab this season, you're probably going to pay a lot of money to get one. Just going to say it that way. Well, I saw they, they suspended fishing of the snow crab in that area for two years, for two seasons. Two years. Wow. Well, I know they did, they did the, um, what's the other one? The king crab. They canceled that one last year. And I think they, did they cancel that one this year too? The king crab? I don't know about the king crab. Oh, well, moving on. So I also saw this one this morning, and I'm just going <laughs> to, hey, GJ, why don't you read this one for us? <laughs> I want to see your reaction as you're reading it. <laughs> All right. I've not seen this. Throwing me a curveball, as I usual. Am. Significant warming <laughs> heads into Greenland early this week, while Central Europe will face an intense heat wave, rapidly followed by an Arctic outbreak in Eastern Europe and a second powerful heat wave in the Mediterranean. So it's hot, cold, hot, cold. Is that fair to say? And by the way, it's cold, cold, cold here in Lincoln, Nebraska. So here's, there's this intense warm, I call it advection in the Greenland, <clears throat> extreme, I love this word, dynamism, will characterize the Northern Hemisphere. So you've got all this crazy stuff happening with the weather. And I didn't get a chance to pull that video that you posted on the stream. But if you go to Telegram, everybody, End Times Chat, you'll be able to see a lot of stuff that we are not able to post or are not able to talk about here as well as some extra stuff. So you feel free to head over there and check that out. But there's this crazy stuff happening with the weather. So there's the swirling patterns of weather is what they're trying to show here. I'm not a meteorologist, so I'm not going to try to like parse this, you know, take it apart and kind of explain it. but. I just think it's really interesting that we're seeing these intense weather patterns all over the world. Now, of course, what some people are going to say is, is that it all has to do with one thing. And they're going to push some kind of agenda, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to get kicked off. But if you do, end times that chat right there. So that's happening all over the, all over the world. I mean, here in California, we're now 45 degrees at night, 80 degrees during the day. So we're at that temperature shift that we always get this time of year. And it's crazy. So I'm not sure what else to say about that. But you have one right here. We're going to shift Whoa. over. Or is the rumors Whoa. over here, GJ? Thanks, Forrest. <laughs> I just felt like running. <laughs> Next week, you'll have a beard. I'll have a beard. It'll be a really long, too. And a smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> hey, NATO. Now NATO's getting in on the action. They deployed 30 warships to the Baltic ahead of nuclear drills. So what's really going on there? So as we share more today, uh, I think North Korea, they're flexing their muscles as well. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Bam, right there. Oh, boom. Oh, oh and Russia. And Russia. <laughs> oh, wait. We, should, we, shouldn't use word, we shouldn't use the word boom. <laughs> I'm just saying I should choose a different word than boom 
<laughs> hey, in times.chat. <laughs> you can always find us. Woo. So they've tested more muscles. And again, is it posturing or is it rumors? I don't know. That's why we talk about it in this section. Well, not only did they test some things, um, like, for example, this one right here, they're testing two nuclear-capable cruise missiles. But they fired off, according to this, the Korean military, fired off about 170 artillery shots into the buffer zone between North Korea and South Korea. So, I mean, why would you do that if you're not trying to taunt someone? Correct. It's a violation of the 2018 Inter-Korean uh, Treaty. So they're really doing a lot over there. It's crazy. Yeah, they call it the DMZ, the, the military, the, the military. Demilitarized zone, baby. Demilitarized. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know. I've been. I've, I've actually been six miles from there. I just felt like running. No, I was there for a leadership training at the end of November and part of December. Oh, by the way, it's very cold there that time of year. That was my vacation. <laughs> That's quite the vacation. <laughs> that was a long time ago. A long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> Anyway, we don't, we don't want to make too, too much light of the fact that all these things are happening because all the, these are what we would call the rumors of war. And what Jesus said very specifically, there'll be wars and rumors of wars, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. We obviously see that happening right now more than anything else. So with these missiles being fired and artillery shots being thrown into the demilitarized zone, and then also this one right here, GJ, you posted this one on the, on the site a little bit, I think last week. What caught me on this one is now India. <laughs> India's in the mix. So India fires a submarine <clears throat> missile warning at China and Pakistan. So I just thought, oh, wow. So another country is now in the mix on wars and rumors of war. Well, the, the interesting thing about this is, GJ, is that there's so much talk right now about, about nuclear war, Armageddon. And everyone is talking about how they have all this power as far as nuclear power. And it sounds like everyone's just trying to show that they actually have this strength and this power and say, hey, don't mess with us, because if you mess with us, we're going to mess with you. The only thing is, is in a nuclear war, nobody wins. Nobody wins. Especially if somebody pushes one button and the other end pushes the other. <laughs> I mean, Think about it's it. a matter of time. So... It's really crazy to see all these rumors of wars happening and nations rising against nations. And, and by the way, Jesus said that's not the end. It's the beginning of the end. Correct. That's why we talk about this. We want to make sure you're aware Correct. of what's happening. So not to try to scare you for whatever reason, but just to show what's going on. Amen. So that's wars and rumors of wars. And then we have a lot of things. We have two today that I'm going to talk about as far as leading up to the tribulation. But I can't remember if you posted this one or not. I think it was you. But this one just. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> Not that. Wait, not that no. one? No, no. Oh, please. 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 Stop no, it's definitely you. You posted this one for sure. So I'm just going to read part of it just to be safe. Yeah, that's fine. So the FBI arrested an 87 year old. Well, think about it an 87 year old getting arrested. I mean, seriously, 
hey, you know, if 87-year-old does something, I can understand. If it's not good, I can understand it. However, it's, they're 87. So this person was a concentration camp survivor. So, you know, the, that'll go back to the 40s. And so anyway, this person was arrested for simply singing hymns, Christian hymns, outside of an abortion clinic. Oh, you did it. You said it. I, I just. <laughs> hey, end times that chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's okay to say it. I mean, we're just reading the news and we're not like sharing any opinions on that right now. Although you, you all have heard me talk about this for a long time and we're still on, on these channels. But yeah, go ahead, GJ. Why is this? Why is this crazy? Well, I think just read, read it. Read the headline. It's just, that's crazy. That, that makes me go. So that could go in things that make you go, hmm, section. Also, it's like, okay, it doesn't matter. To me, we're, it, I mean, it's very clear where we stand on this topic. We're not going to go into that. However, we know where God stands on this topic. And, I mean, seriously, I mean, what is the harm? So it just goes to show the level of evil that is going on in the world. And there's such uh, malice that's going on against anybody that stands up for anything that's really good. And for those that can say, hey, well, you know, I'm for this. Well, that's, that's, your, that's your entitlement. God gave us free will. With free will, we have the ability, we're supposed to have the ability to be able to sing or say or do whatever we want. And I'm not condoning what that could be. I'm just saying that exists. But that's a great example. Why are you picking on an 87-year-old? Well, there's three, there's three things that I see with this story that really um, made me think. One, first of all, you have an 87-year-old concentration camp survivor. This is somebody who is probably of Jewish descent, who was imprisoned in these concentration camps in Germany during World War II. She's a survivor of that. So the atrocities that she probably saw at a very young age I have probably scarred her and she's had to probably go through a lot, but also that now she's a Christian singing hymns. So you have the Jewish background and Christianity, both of those being attacked as far as I'm concerned and people being arrested just for singing hymns. Now, what I know will be said is, is that somebody will come in and they'll say, well, did they have a permit to actually be out there and sing those hymns in front of that, in front of that clinic? I get that. But the fact of the matter is, is there was another way to handle that. You didn't have to just pull them in and put them in prison because they were singing hymns outside. If they weren't being violent, if they weren't doing things that were incorrect, and I'm passionate about that, obviously, because I'm finishing up law school and I'm like, yeah, this is just wrong. And they should not be treating them that way. But as the closer we get to the end times and the things that are happening, the more believers, Christians, people of Jewish descent and background and ethnicity will be targeted. Right. So not only that, but people who have any kind of ideals of freedom. And so actually, this will be a great time. We actually have had a sponsor for all these years, and it's called targetonmyback.org. Targetonmyback.org. Wow, dude, you've been holding out. I've been holding out. Yeah. I mean, we haven't made any money on this thing at all. We haven't even sold that much because we haven't even talked about it. But I got something from the Secretary of State saying, hey, we're going to close this down if you don't do something with it. So, to start talking about it. But anybody who is a Christian, a believer, 
anybody that believes in any kind of freedoms, uh, we'd have, we have a target on our back. And so this right here, discuss what it kind of tells me. It's another step in the direction of people that are faith-believing, Bible-believing, or of even of Jewish background descent just being targeted because of who we are and what we believe. So anyway, that's that. I'm not going to say more about it, but there you have it. Hey, did you hear about what ha what's going on in France right now? I know there's a lot of upset people, and they're showing that in the streets. Yeah, they're definitely very upset people in the streets. But not only that, we have, I'm going to pop this up on the screen here. So this oh, is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good one. You posted this one. Do you remember what it is? Because I don't have the title up, but <laughs> I have it. I have it if you don't. I got you covered. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember the photo. TJ's like, ooh, it looks so pretty. It looks like fall. It looks like the press in the fall. Woo! <laughs> Squirrel. Anyway, so. Yeah, it actually does. <laughs> it does. No, this is France. And this is showing that there are 2,500 gas stations without fuel. And almost, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank, thanks for jogging my memory. No problem. No problem. And almost 2,000 gas stations with a partial shortage. So why did you post this one up there, GJ? Because <laughs> you said it. It's a pretty photo. It's a pretty photo. <laughs> I think it's signs to come. So it's happening in one country. What's where? Where is it going to lead next? And one of the things that we've we've watched other countries, and then it's led to other countries. So if you could just follow something along, it just slowly goes around the world. It's just like here in the United States, things typically happen on the East Coast and move west. Or on the west coast and move east, they seldom st start in the middle of the country. And so I'm like, okay, what's really going on here? Of course, there's a lot of things politically that are happening in in that country, and uh, we also know that Europe has been dependent on Russia fuel and to some degree. And so that's I just feel like this is a story to pay attention to because I believe it's going to happen in other places in the coming months. Absolutely. And it's that's why I posted it. Hey, hey. So, what came to my mind, and I don't know why this happened, but uh, Revelation it chapter. Looks pretty. It looks pretty. Yeah, maybe. Revelation chapter six, uh, where it talks about inflation, where a quart of wheat for a whole day's wages, three quarts of barley for a whole day's wages. But then the last part of that verse says, but do not harm the oil and the wine. And I thought to myself, why, did, why does everybody automatically think of olive oil? Maybe it's actual oil. I don't know. I just threw that out there. I have no idea where that came from. I have nothing to back it up. But whether it's olive oil or real oil, well, I guess olive oil is real oil. But but you know what I mean, like the oil that we use. For Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think there's there might be something there for that. So anyway, this uh, that's pretty crazy in and of itself. So we have two more. One of them you posted, one of them I posted. Hopefully it's one that I, I'm hoping you post and you just play the video. Oh, sh no, I don't have that video up. Sorry. I know exactly which one you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't so sure, but I can pull it up if you like. I can definitely pull it up if you like. But in the hey, meantime. Obviously, there was a reason that you didn't post it. Well, it was a little edgy, I have to say. 
How about I go look for it while you're talking about this? Well, do do we go to the edge? We it's never stopped us before. Hey, we can totally go to the edge. Got to do. We're just bringing the signs. We're bringing the clues. We're bringing things that are literally happening in the world, yeah. on the weather, in the sky. No, that's not the one I was talking about. No, it's not. But I'm having you put that one up there while I look for the other one because I got to pull it up. It's like an ATM. It is an ATM. Oh, that one. Yes. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about this. I don't this, know about that one. What? Yeah, you did. Sign in the end. Lab-grown human brain cells exhibit sentience when scientists teach them to play Pong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I actually think I did. I, think I did post that one. <laughs> yeah, you did. I know you did. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that's uh, it all. I think you don't need to say much more about that. But there you have it. I mean, for right now, we're creating lab-grown human brain cells. First of all, that's the one thing you should be like. Excuse me, what? We're creating brain cells in the lab. Not only that. But their scientists are teaching them how to play Pong. I know. Hello. So, <laughs> albeit Pong is not that really difficult until that little thing, that little line gets smaller and smaller and the ball gets smaller and smaller. Anyway, anybody that anybody grew up in the 80s knows exactly what I'm talking about. Dude, it was in the 70s. It was in the 70s. What? I guess it was in yeah. the 70s. Yeah. Well, anybody grew up in the 70s or 80s, you know what I'm talking about. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. However. I just, a friend told me. A friend told you. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to share this. This is what you were talking about. I hope so. Right here. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So just play the video. Yeah, credit union for farm software, Virginia. Um, looks like they're made by Kelson with a thing that looks kind of like, um, like the buildings there in Wuhan, um, kind of. Um, this looks like a uh, board and possibly scan your license plate or your vehicle. Um, down here we have ID card scan, I assume, for um, vaccination cards. Um, over here we have a palm vein scan. This looks like a uh, possible <laughs> microchip. Six um, in the back. And so what they're going to do is you. they're going to require mandatory vaccinations for um, all Americans and all of your children. And if you do not, you know, you know, comply with them. And they're not going to allow you to have access uh, to your money. They will take your children. Um, you will not have any kind of benefits. But they will give you the option. The mark, the mark of the beast. You want to talk about the mark of the beast. It's right there. I mean, it, it's happening. I mean, you can say, well, that was a Chinese company that, uh, or Chinese or, or a Korean country that made that. I think he said China, so I I, I don't know which comp, which country that's from. Howard, that's in in America, so I don't know what bank that's at. The thing about it is, those things are happening. The technology exists, and it's very easy to implement. And just because we're not seeing it every single day or every single word doesn't mean it's not ready to go. Because those things are happening uh, around the world, and it's not being reported, and. I mean, you want to talk about the mark of the beast? All right. Why would this is this is a great question? Why would it talk about this thousands of years ago, and then now it's happening by chance? I don't think so. I don't think so either. 
And now I remember why I was not going to play that because of the things he was saying on it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to let this guy get us booted off. But it, it needs to be said. I mean, this is this is in Virginia, uh, by the way. This was uh, something I think that was in Northern Virginia. And it just shows right here in D.C. So there it is. Wow. Well, here's the thing. In times.chat, you can always find us. And uh, we started with my mom and dad watching and my sister. So we got to start over. We'll start over. We'll start over. That's that. We're we're going to bring. We we don't know all these dynamics. What we know is that these things are happening, and so to pay attention. And then what happens? So, oh yeah, this is good too. This is good too. So I'll say what I'm going to say later. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to let you finish it up. I just wanted to pop it up there. But yeah, there. So this coming NFL season, you're going to start seeing some commercials that actually yeah and they're actually pretty good so there's a a organization called he gets us and this organization is there's some really very wealthy people that actually put this all together and are helping to fund this and i believe it's a way of getting the message out to the rest of the world because there are a lot of people that do watch our nfl there's a lot of people that will watch the super bowl billions of people watch the super bowl and I know that they're planning on actually getting some of these commercials posted during the Super Bowl as well. So it's called the He Gets Us campaign. I just learned about the He Gets Us just a couple of days ago. I was chatting with a friend of mine that oversees a conference organization that I used to work for. And they have actually sponsored this conference organization. And they're about to come out again and help them with some things too. So, but it's a campaign that's going on since March. And in, all it is is about saying, hey, Jesus, he gets us, and then explaining why. And so just introducing people to who Jesus is and about why it's important to get to know him. And this is not just one donor or one family that's putting this on. They're just anonymous families, wealthy anonymous families that have said, you know what? We need to get this word out, but we don't want the focus to be on us. We want it to be on getting the word out about Jesus. So uh, what did you hear about this one, GJ? Well, I've seen a couple of the ads and I was like, wow, that's pretty bold. And then the thing that I told Alita is that's one thing to have the campaign. It was another thing. He's like, hey, I found it amazing that the NFL allowed it and some of these networks allowed it, which tells me if you're paying and they can take the money, accept it. So what's good about it is God is in the middle of this because it's getting through. And sometimes there's a little bit of crack of light, and that's all we need for Jesus to share his message. And so that was what I thought when I first saw it. I think it's great. Yeah, there's a, an organization which I know you know about, and I have a feeling someone that I know, because he was telling me there were some families getting getting together doing some major things, and I know Glue was part of the that formula and um I, I have a feeling this is what he was talking about even though i didn't know and the other thing that i realized is that this is a entity that's based out of overland park kansas and another thing that has been prophesized is that overland park is part of kansas city so it's one of the suburbs of kansas city i lived in kansas city most of my adult life and 
one of the things that's been prophesized is that revival is going to happen and is going to start. I believe it's already happening. There's a lot of organizations that are moving to the Kansas City. And, um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, things usually start from the East Coast and come to the, you know, West and West Coast and go East. I believe revival is happening and that we're in the early, the early uh, time of revival. And I believe it's going to be sparked in the Midwest. And the other thing is I was watching a, a show uh, on YouTube and uh, I watched this guy and he talked about there's going to be a harvest of a billion souls worldwide. And I'm like, hallelujah, hallelujah. So I've only heard two people ever talk about a billion souls outside of us. And uh, I'm not making a big deal out of it. It's just God put that on my heart years ago before I was you know, even involved in any type of ministry. And uh, although we're all a part of ministry, if you really are going to share the gospel, but formally, you know, from a business sense. And uh, the thing that keeps them is amazing is billion. And I'm like, that might be too small, but billions are going to be saved. And I believe we're going into that season. And there's a lot of things which we've talked about on the show that's going to lead into that. So my question is, are you going to lead the revival? Are you going to stand up? Are you going to be bold? And and then you're like, hey, I don't even know Jesus. All right, well, I want to know Jesus. And and we'll lead you in prayer before we jump off of here. And I just think it's pretty amazing that these types of things are happening. And I believe this is just a precipice of what's to come. And uh, a lot of these things, I think Jesus is, is truly behind, even though man is taking credit to, uh, he's using like the chess pieces for his, his own movement and ultimately for the kingdom. Amen to that. Well, as you got, as you were just talking, it was so weird. I have this, this message about the throne of God today. And I'm all of a sudden my, my whole video just left. Like I, I heard you. I couldn't see you. Nothing was happening. I'm like, what is going on right now? But because I think the enemy does not want to hear, want you guys to hear about the throne of God, period. Because the enemy is scared of the throne of God. Yeah, he can approach the throne of God. We find that out in Job. But I think he's totally knows what's happening and what's coming his way. And the fact that there is this revival coming, it's going to be a, a Satan stomping, demon bashing revival that's going to take place. And he's going to claw and scratch and fight his way out of a corner and take as many people with him as he possibly can. That's just kind of how I feel about it. Do you mind if I go ahead into that, GJ? I teed you up. Teed me up, baby. <laughs> it's the sound of bacon frying. Anyway, the throne of, the throne of God. Or, 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 or me turning the pages. <laughs> hey, I know. We'll see if that happens this time. Anyway, Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 through 11 is where we're going to hover today. And we're going to probably hover here for a couple of weeks, actually, because there's a lot to talk about. There are no chapters of the Bible that are so inviting or thrilling and worshipful as chapters four and five of Revelation. The Lord welcomes us to heaven itself, giving us a brief look at what takes place there and what we can anticipate for ourselves in the future. In chapter four, the primary focus is on God the Father sitting on his throne, enjoying the worship of his creatures. And in chapter five, 
The focus is on God the Son, the Messiah, our Lord Jesus Christ, who is also the one whom all heaven adores and worships. What a tremendous insight can be found in these two chapters about the unique relationship of the Father and the Son. So Revelation chapter 4, um, we're going to hover in verses 1 through 11. The central feature of chapter 4 is the throne of God. 45 times. Can you say that again? The central feature of chapter 4 is the throne of God. Woo! Hallelujah. Come on. 45 times. Revelation refers to thrones and only 15 times in the rest of the New Testament. So here is the throne book of the Bible is Revelation. One of the things that I wanted to start off before I kind of talked about the second vision that John had in Revelation 4 is that my wife had a vision quite a while back. And she actually drew it out for me one time because I was talking about the sea of glass. And so she said, oh, I, you know, I had a vision about the sea of glass in the throne room of God. And she drew it out for me. And I said, oh, my gosh, I'm not sure if you realize this, Tanya, but that's in Revelation where it talks about the throne of God. There's a sea of glass. And so this is absolutely amazing when you think about the beauty, the awesomeness, the majesty, literally the strength and power of the throne of God. This is where we enter in Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Now, the first vision that John had received, that he had received, began with these words. And having turned, I saw. That's Revelation chapter 1, verse 12. And continues until the end of chapter 3. It included a, an incredible, glorious revelation of the person of Jesus Christ and a message from the lips of Jesus to be sent to the seven churches in Asia Minor. According to Revelation 119, John was to write about what he saw about the risen Christ and about the things which are, a phrase dealing with the seven churches. After the messages to the seven churches, John was to write about the things which will take place after this. The words after this or after these things refers to everything John saw from Revelation 4 until the end of the book. Okay, so Revelations 1 through 3 have everything to do with what we're experiencing now or did back in the time of John, the churches. Revelation 4 to the end of Revelation is all about things that will take place. The verse also ends with the phrase, John is making sure, uh, I mean, after these things. That's what, what, what it ends with. John's making sure that we understand where this fits in his outline. All that follows comes after the message to the churches. Now, the word church is not even mentioned again in the rest of the book of Revelation. Did you know that, GJ? I was like, this is like tw uh, almost 20 years ago that I did this research. And it still, it still fascinates me today when I think about the fact that after Revelation chapter 4 starts, the church is not ever mentioned again. And I thought, wow. Wow, but the rest of the book refers to the smartest man alive. The sand. Holy Spirit is the smartest. Holy Spirit is the smartest. Uh, the book refers to. He resides in you. <laughs> You like to stop me when I'm doing that because you're like, you know, I'm like, no, no. Anyway, I apologize. I apologize. You were on a roll. No, you're good. I love it. You have to break me up, keep me on my toes. So the book refers from that point forward to saints and brethren and to the children of Israel and a great multitude of believers in the tribulation period. But there will be no reference of the church or group of churches after Revelation chapter four, verse one starts. I just think that's fantastic. I think it's phenomenal because that we're, what we should be focusing on 
is not on the church or churches. Although I believe the local church is here for the purpose of reaching people, training them, discipling them to handle what's going to happen in the end times. But when all this tribulation starts, it's not going to matter what color church you have. It's not going to matter what color pew you have, what color the walls are. It doesn't even matter that you have four walls at all. What's going to matter is who are saints and who are not, who are believers and who are not. That's what's going to matter. The phrase after these things is used 11 times in the book of Revelation in connection with the words, I saw. It implies an order of sequence of events, but not necessarily in chronological order. Rather, it suggests the order in which visions of the future were given to John, the first vision, second vision, third vision, and so on. It doesn't imply that what was said in each vision takes place chronologically. So I just want to make sure you all understand that. I wanted to talk about three things necessarily that he, um, he mentions in Revelation chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. And the first one is he talked about the door in heaven. Now, when people speak of a door through which one enters heaven, they're speaking very accurately. You may have heard people speak of Peter being at the gates of heaven and checking people in before they go. You know, I saw, I saw, I saw all the jokes start. It's like, well, I, I went to the gates of heaven and St. Peter was there. While that's stretching things a bit for me, it's interesting that it was Peter that Jesus Christ gave the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Check that out. Come on, somebody. This does not refer to him standing at the gate of heaven to make sure everyone's entering that really belongs. It refers to his introducing the gospel to the Gentiles. He was opening the door to the Gentiles at the house of Cornelius and in general to all who will believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior thereafter. Peter was given the keys of heaven to open the door for the rest of the world to receive Christ. Unbelievable. I love that. According to Revelation 4, this door was standing open in heaven. This is the only place where such a picture is given, except when John saw the second coming of Jesus Christ on a white horse and said, then I saw heaven opened. That was Revelation 19. During the tribulation period on earth, there is no reference to the door of heaven being opened. And the words of, 19, of Revelation 19.11 might indicate that the door has, in fact, been closed during that time. Interesting, isn't it? When we talk about the rapture, we talk about the door that's open, but then all of a sudden now it's like heaven is all open. I don't know. Just another thing to think about when it comes to the tribulation. The second thing I want to talk about is the voice in heaven. The voice that John heard inviting him to heaven was like a trumpet speaking with me. The voice also said, I will show you things which must take place after this. This voice is the same as the one he heard earlier in Revelation 1.10 when he said, I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet. That voice is clearly stated to be Jesus Christ our Lord. It's Jesus who is showing him the vision of this book. And the last thing I wanted to say was, before we go into the next week, and then we leave it over to GJ for uh, some thoughts from Papa Reynolds, was that, was that John was in the spirit. As discussed previously in Revelation 1.10, this is not referring to being spirit-filled, but rather to a spiritual transference. It is the realm of the spirit in contrast to the realm of the flesh, which, which is where John was placed. This was necessary so he could visualize and see the events of the future. You can't see all these things unless you're in the spirit. So, a lot to cover. It's a lot that I just shared with you. But, DJ, 
What does Papa Reynolds tell us? Okay, I'm going to go to, and I'm going to do my best not to turn the pages and create static. So verse, so chapter four, verse five, and out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. All right, seven is a, a common thread throughout the Bible, and seven means perfection, which Papa <laughs> wrote. So that, he was underlining a lot. The other thing I was thinking about, here's a man, this was back in the 80s when he was using this Bible because he's, as I've shared before, he had three Bibles, one that when he first got saved in the 70s, then he wore that Bible out. My sister has that Bible. Uh, and then he started this second Bible, which is this one. And then my brother had the one has the one that was on his nightstand when he passed away. So seven means perfection. And I'm like, when he was taking these notes, he had no idea that hundreds of thousands of people would be hearing about this. That's awesome. so I just find that pretty amazing. And the other part is you really, I've never heard it put this way, you know, chapter four and where the church is never spoken of again. So that, that leads me to believe, okay, Jesus has come, the rapture of the church, and now we're in the tribulation. So that jumped out at me. So it was very, very uh, enlightening here. So what does all that mean? Is that all these things we talk about every week is real. All these things, and some, some of these could be a little fabricated. We, we understand that, but we, we, we do our best to put the things out that we believe are definitely tied to what this show is all about. is creating an awareness, creating an understanding, showing the signs. And we believe we're in the two-minute warning. What And how long is that? We don't know. What we know is we see it converging at such an alarming rate on all fronts. Pick a topic, it's converging. And I think, as we've talked about, the spirit is going to show like never, never shown before. And so what does that mean for you that are watching or listening? Is are you right with Jesus? If you're not right with Jesus, we're going to talk about it in a second. I'll lead you in a prayer, and then if you if you do know Jesus and you've wandered away, which I've done in the past, and the one thing I've learned, and I'm I'm in a men's group, and last week we were talking about it, how you can go and do all the things on your own, it always ends up not never working out to the level it could, and even when like I look back where I've had success, different types of success, I look back at there was a lot of struggle there that was unnecessary and there's a lot of lack of peace and there's a lot of lack of comfort in spite of having success from a worldly perspective. And there's no better way to live than have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And in today's times, I think that's paramount. And so all you have to do is turn to Jesus. It doesn't matter what you've done. All right, why all of a sudden this is happening? Satan didn't want this to happen. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Come on. <laughs> so all you have to do is just recommit, or if you don't, haven't ever accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'll lead you in this prayer. So, dear Lord, we thank you for everyone that is watching this show or listening. Right now, you're talking to them. You're speaking to them. They know that you're, you're working on them. I ask that each and every one that hears this voice and hears your voice, 
and is looking to make changes in their life, that they turn towards you. So number one, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to come in my heart. I ask that you renew my heart. I ask that you come and make my heart new and make me a new person and take away all the things that are holding me down, taking all the things that are burden, that are burdens, taking away all the things that I may have been doing and put me on a new path. That's number one. Number two, Lord, we ask you to also be my Lord and Savior, and that the only way to the Father is through Jesus. That's the only way. So I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I'm going to turn away from what was the old and what I'm going to move forward and what is new. Again, I ask that Jesus to come into my heart. I recognize you as Lord and Savior. I ask for forgiveness for all the sins that I've committed and that just wash that away as new because God does forgive you. And somebody needs to hear that. God is forgiving you right now. He has grace for you. He loves you. So in the name of Jesus, I pray that you touch each and every one that's hearing this or watching this. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. That was a little off the cuff. That was off the cuff? Yeah, but it was not as smooth as you. I'm just, I'm a rookie. <laughs> Come I'm on. A rookie. That was amazing. I'm God's going to use it no matter what. I'm a developer now, just trying to figure out how to keep our side up. That's all I know. <laughs> and if you're a web developer, I love you because everybody needs a good web, web developer. No doubt about it. Oh, wow. The voice came back. The voice came back, brother. Hey, as soon as you started praying, it was done. Yeah, think about that. That's the power right there. Well, I am uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to continue to do this with with TJ and online and do as much as we can. We'll stay, we'll keep on being faithful as much as we possibly can. Yeah, that's you. You will be faithful as much as we possibly can. We'll bring this to you every single week, week in, week out. And um, we're praying that God will bless you. You find yourself in a place where you're learning about God's word and you're encouraged with the body of believers that are out there. God bless you guys. See you next time. Love you. Love you very much. Thank you for tuning in to End Times Chat with GJ and Dan. If you decided to follow Christ, email us at endtimeschat at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story. Tune in next time for more. And don't forget to pray, prepare, protect, proclaim, pray again, persist, persevere, and pass it on. God bless. We'll see you next time.